Two Girls, One Podcast is made possible by you, the listeners. And if you love the internet as much as we love talking about it, consider supporting us on Patreon. A lot of work and time go into research, recording, editing, and distributing this show. Contributing even one or two dollars per month is huge in offsetting our production costs. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash 2G1P. We'll keep making the show no matter what. But your support allows us to make it even better. Thank you so much for listening. And, and enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. You're listening to Two Girls, One Podcast, produced by The Daily Dot. This week's episode is sponsored by Discord, a chat app for gaming communities that's now also for podcasting communities, specifically this one. That's right, Two Girls, One Podcast has its very own Discord server, where you can chat live with Allie, Jen, and other 2G1P listeners, discuss the latest episode, suggest a topic, or just lurk in the background and never say anything. You creeper, just go to discord.gg slash 2G1P to join the exclusive 2G1P Discord server. That's discord.gg slash 2G1P and tell them old-timey radio guy sent you. Hey guys, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast, where we interview folks from the interwebs. Because there are real people behind the interwebs. You may not have known that, but they are real. We're real too. Well, are, are, not. You, are you real? <laughs> I'm just a disembodied high pitched voice. Oh. <laughs> I have you feel, no you feel her person. coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a voice walking around. You know just what voice. I'm like? I'm like uh what's her face in the movie her? Oh, you're like Siri. Yeah, I'm just a voice. Cool. All right. Anyway, well, now we know. <laughs> so, uh Jen does this show with this voice oh, and yeah. uh it's me and the voice. So, okay. That just got really confusing for everyone. In real life, in New York City, we have a show called Blogalogs. It's a live comedy show, and we perform material from the internet word for word. So from doing that live comedy show, we saw way too many things online. And we decided, why don't we start contacting the writers and interviewing them? And that's how we came here today. That's what we're doing. That's why you're listening to us, because we interview people from the internet. And what we're really interested in hearing about... You know what? Our intro is better than other podcasts, so you should just listen to other episodes and then come back to this one. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And today... Oh, okay. Um, Well, today we're speaking with somebody who's really awesome and big on the internet, and you probably have never... huge on the internet. ...heard of him, or but you might have seen him because he is a moderator in the subreddit AMA, or r backslash IMA a place where you can go and ask people questions. So on this subreddit, basically any prominent individuals, maybe not so prominent, but actors, politicians, um, scientists, anyone of note, or not, maybe there's some not noteworthy people, but basically you can go do an AMA and ask me anything. So they go on and they say, hey, I'm so-and-so, ask me anything. And yep. the entire internet can ask them questions and will answer. So, the entire internet explodes because sometimes it's somebody crazy. Right. So the most popular one of all time in this subreddit, as you may remember, was Barack Obama. Yes. And I miss you so much. Um, so yeah, he's the yeah. most. So there's 17 million subscribers to this subreddit, r slash IMA. So you should get on it. You may and see somebody you know. And it's filled with AMAs. You know? um, we're going to talk to our guest today about the craziest AMAs that he's experienced or, you know, the most interesting ones. We're going to hear more later, but apparently people are really scheduled. So this isn't just like a thing that happens out of nowhere. But right. Obama kind of just like dropped in, apparently. I mean, I think he was like, they gave him some background on how to use Reddit or whatever. But like he just kind of dropped in when he had time, which is really cool, which we'll oh, hear more about so later. He's so cool. And he's so cool. He can drop in anytime. You can drop in anytime here, yeah, Obama. Yeah, Obama, if you want to drop by this podcast, I would shit myself uh, with glee. I know that's not enticing. That's well, not enticing to let him know uh, that I would shit well, myself. Yeah. Let me be clear. What? I will not be doing your podcast. Guys, he's here and he's no. telling us he's not going to do don't it. I'm even, so confused. Don't even pretend to be his holiness. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My my favorites are AMA's Gone Wrong. Are you guys No, I don't know that. that. Tell us. Celebrities started getting involved because they were like, I have a new movie coming out. Ask me anything. And it became a PR thing. But it was, um, it was uh, Woody Harrelson came on to do an AMA. He had a new movie called Rampart. Of course. Which, who's ever heard of that? <laughs> and he's like, hey, I am Woody Harrelson. I have a new movie called Rampart. Ask me anything. And they're like, cool, Woody Harrelson. He's such a cool action guy, whatever. Yeah. And they would ask him questions like, what was it like working with him? And every answer was like, I don't know, but check out my movie Rampart. 
every answer. No. And so what started out as a very exciting... Whoa, wait, was it even him or was this PR person uh, just actually typing? Un- unclear, yeah. but it, it reeked of PR. And so uh, it what started as like a really exciting thing for the community became maybe the most downvoted thing in AMA history. Wow. We'll ask our guests a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. Woody. I like Woody so much on Cheers. You yeah. remember him on that show? Of course, he's then it all went downhill. Then he did Rampart. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I'm not going to promote that movie anymore, though. Let's stop talking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's a really cool concept. It really speaks to one of one of the trends that we look at here, which is just how the internet has made things so accessible. So we yes. talked to some other guests about that too, and Reddit in particular, how it allows this direct communication between certain individuals mm-hmm. that you otherwise would not be able to get in touch with. And I'm really interested by the moderators because we've talked to a few Reddit moderators now and we learned that they're doing this on a volunteer basis, that they have real professions. Yeah, and some of them spend a lot of time doing it. Yeah, and they're out in the world, yeah, having lives, having families, and then they care about it so much and are sort of upholding the standard of like people being able to talk directly to other people. Right. Um, pretty stringently. Like I think AMA has a lot of lawyers and law students in the background moderating it, which we're going to talk to our guest about today. Mm. Yeah. Don't fuck with them. So. Allie, if you could ask me anything, what would you uh, ask me? I mean, I already ask you whatever I want to ask you. So oh, cool. it's not okay. an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have something like you're, in this you're moment, burning to ask me? No. But if we were like doing an improv exercise. Well, <laughs> there's a there's an important question that every AMA guest gets asked. Oh. Maybe maybe in the past. Oh, but it's, what uh, is it? It's Do you a, tell it's me? It's a big one. It is. Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Oh, man. Wow. Horse-sized duck. Uh, okay, can you ask me that one more time? It's, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. blowing your mind a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Would you rather uh-huh. fight a hundred fight. duck-sized horses, so a hundred little horses. Duck-sized horses. Or one. Oh, I would feel so bad kicking these <laughs> tiny horses. <laughs> They'd be so cute. I know. Or one do I have giant to, duck. Do I have to fight them? A That's, man definitely ha- made up this question. Why do decide. I have to fight it? Why can't I feed them hay? Because they're they're angry and they want they're out for blood. No, yeah, a man you made have, this you up. You have to choose. A man made I'm this up. more terrified of the big one, so I'm going to choose. I'd fight the little guys. You'd fight the little guys because yeah, you I'm, just I'm drop tall. kick them. Yeah, exactly. that's true. You yeah. I'd them. fight the little ones by hiding behind Jen. Yeah, if we were doing it together, definitely the little guys. Yeah. How about you, Matt? What would you fight? Yeah, I'm going to go with little ones. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be easier to take down. Nobody wants to fight something bigger than a themselves. A giant duck? That yeah. seems very dangerous. Seems, yeah. yeah like I mean, nobody likely. wants to fight something larger than themselves, but nobody wants to be outnumbered either. So this is really a lose-lose situation. A lose-lose. Yeah. I just really want Barack Obama to visit our podcast. <laughs> what do you think of the odds? If we get popular enough, maybe he will stop by. Uh, He'll be a guest. Uh, let me be clear. Uh, your popularity Matt, don't, does don't not even matter. Matt, don't, don't. It's just, I just hear like almost his voice, but this like sick bastardization, and it just makes right. my soul hurt. You I'm know wor- what I mean? Like, just it. don't. No, and it, I, I'm using this it's as a vehicle be, yeah. to refine the impression. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's just painful. What do you guys think? Where Tweet us. are you, Obama? <laughs> Where did you go? Come back. Well, I don't know when we're posting this, but he's like months ago, like six months ago, he's hanging out with Branson. They were like wakeboarding yeah, 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 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was like right after the election or something. Right? Weren't they wakeboarding by making? He was chilling, oh, and you right. know that's what? Right. You know what? Let him fucking chill. Yeah. Yeah. Let him chill. But he uh, just let me be clear. Uh, fuck this shit. I'm out. Of, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm chilling. Yeah. What do we think he's doing? I hope he's like right now missing us all. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm excited to. Ali got really sad. I, I got just really saw like, sad. her whole being. I got sad. Deflate. Yeah, I know. You know too, I don't. Do. But yeah. like, I know you guys don't have real jobs, but. I feel like I feel like when you leave a job, we have all the jobs. <laughs> when you leave a, a thing that you've been doing for many years, yeah. and then you look at it from the outside, you're like, "Oh man, they're they're fucking it up. They're doing it wrong. Right. This is, everything's bad because I'm not there." Uh, that's you're what like. I, how must he feel? That's what Barack Obama like. Either Barack Obama's like, "Fuck it, I'm out. I don't want to think about. It. I don't even look at the news anymore." Mm-hmm. But he's also a really smart, plugged in person, so he's got to be like, no, "I think what he's. The fuck I is think happening? he's planning yeah. some some good things." Of course. Yeah, definitely. Anywho, uh, any burning questions that you have for me or for the world, Jennifer? <laughs> Just for in the spirit of ask me anything. Okay, if you had to make love to um. We playing fuck killer Mary. I'm thinking about what Matt asked us. Okay, if you had to make love to um, a f- oh god, guys, um, a cow- well now you got to say it. A cow sized, a cow sized frog. Mm-hmm. A 
cows. Okay, got it. Or a hundred <laughs> frog-sized cows. What would you make love 100 to? hundred frog-sized cows. <laughs> I think anatomically I can't fuck any of those. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Like it's not even like I'm not up for the challenge. I yeah, just don't it think it work. would be possible. Yeah. Yeah. Let's also, not- the hundreds are like you're asking me to get a fucked by a hundred tiny animals. <laughs> uh, some so, people's yeah. Same. So that's some people's fantasy. Next week on Do Girls Are Podcast. Next week we will talk tiny animals. No, we're not going to look at bestiality on this podcast because there's only one place we draw the line, and it's bestiality. Apparently, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> otherwise, no lines. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got advertisers knocking down the door Do trying we? to get in on that. It might be Obama. Let's check. It could be Obama. <laughs> I hope so. And we do have to break. But first, it's trivia time. Trivia time! I hope this is thematic. I don't know what that would mean, really, in this case, since the AMAs could be to anybody. That's true. I have to just ask you guys a quick question before we get into the trivia. A question before the question. Okay. Are we all friends on MySpace? Because I feel like I friended you guys, and Mm -hmm. I haven't really gotten the the reply. Tom's my only friend on MySpace. You got him. Okay. Yeah. That's really... I never went back on. I got it. Well, speaking of Tom... Okay. Tom was everyone's friend on MySpace. Yes. He was probably the most visible face on the internet for a good while. Perhaps For ever. a hot second. For a hot second. Uh, but he was known for something else when he was in high school. Before, Way before he started MySpace, mm-hmm. he had a claim to fame. Dare I say some notoriety during his younger days. Why? Can you give us any hints? Is it in the realm of technology? Yeah, yeah. why would we have any idea? There's this dude, and in middle school, he got embarrassed for something. What was it? (laughs) It is in the realm of technology. I will give you that. I think he hacked something. Okay. Well, Zuckerberg apparently started with the Hot or Not. That's that story, so it can't be that. But he did something embarrassing with technology. I didn't say embarrassing. I would say he earned notoriety. (laughs) Notoriety. Fame, but not... Not fame not that you necessarily fame. want, and then he but it depends pivoted on, depends to on how you view it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. It, it, it was notoriety, but that could be like that was so cool, or whoa, that was not so cool, uh, depending on your point of view. All right, I just think he hacked into the school system and he changed people's grades. Okay. Oh, uh, notoriety, so it had to be bigger. <laughs> okay. Right? Maybe. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the internet was such a baby back then, then who yeah. knows? Um. You know, guys, I know that I fail us literally every fucking week, but uh, I don't really have an answer. He did something that gained him notoriety, like he accidentally posted his dick pic, like his own, but dick pics weren't a thing back then. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the year. It he was... Xeroxed his asshole and then accidentally put it on the internet. I don't know. I'm just I'm just going with it. The year was 1985. 1985? Jesus oh. Christ. I was a baby. And he was 14 at the time. This changes things. Yeah, sorry, that's, uh... that's okay. 14, man. 14. What a wizard. What technology was happening then? Um, I was two years Chat old. rooms. He was doing porn things in chat no, rooms? No, because I got a computer when I was 13 in the 90s, and they, it was like relatively a big deal to have a, one in your home. I remember the first time I ever sent and received email. I was like 12, and yeah. I sat on the phone with my friend Jeff and sent him an email, and then said, did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? And he'd be like, oh my God, I got it. And I'd be like, oh my God. And then he'd read it to me and I'd be like, that's it. That's yeah. how I still send then, email. Oh, really? Yeah, then, With my coworkers. I'm like, did terrible. you get it? Did you guys get it? That's true. And then he sent one back and I'd be like, I haven't gotten yet. And then you'd like refresh it and be like, oh my God. Oh my God, it's here. Oh my God. It was magic. But so in It still eight, is magical. We're it's just so used magic. to it. I know. We're, yeah, totally. Two but in 85, 85. What was new? I mean, a lot of things were new. They just. 80s movies phones. were so weird, guys. Have we talked about this yet? <laughs> Like, I think about that a lot. Like, Weekend at Bernie's, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I have an idea for a movie. Let's just take a corpse around for, like, two weeks. But I feel like every 80s movie was like that. Yeah. It was just, like, some weird-ass premise that they just... No plot. It was just, like, a weird premise, and then they would just go with that. Is it any weirder in comic book movies, The Avengers? They're going, okay, this guy's bitten by a radioactive spider, and this guy has super strength. Go. (laughs) They all exist in the same universe, but... Yeah, but superpowers are so fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. Fantastical. I love um, X-Men and all superpowers. Okay. Okay, I'm um, changing my answer. I think he made a prank phone call somewhere important. Like, oh, that's good, too. To the White House. Or he, he got in somewhere. Uh... I got nothing. All right. Okay. You guessed nothing. <laughs> I'm so fun. You guessed nothing. Do you know what, though, guys? Here's the thing. There are no prizes. 
Like maybe if Matt incentivized us with some prizes, I, told I would you, try your, harder. Your salary is based on trivia answers, <laughs> and so far, it's not working out. Not working no out. wonder. <laughs> All right, so Jen so is much. saying like hack slash prank phone call. call, prank something, and Allie says I'm saying porn. Shrug, porn. Porn. You, we will find out the correct answer. Something after, pornographical. After the break. Hey guys, so Matt just left the room. He told us about trivia and then he went to get a snack. Um, and we just, we wanted to he talk to He needs a mandatory snack every 45 minutes. Every 45 minutes. Uh, it's it's so weird how much he eats. I know. And yet he's so small. Matt's constantly eating during the podcast. I don't know if you know that. Anyway, we, we actually don't want to talk about Matt anymore. Um, well, we yeah, we're to done talk talking to about him. <laughs> we want to talk about something that we're super excited about recently. We got a fan chat room. Ali, I've literally not been in chat room since I was 13 years old. I'm talking about AOL dates. I think I agree with you for myself. And we are now, <laughs> we're now Same page. in a chat room. And I don't want to tell you what I used to do in those chat I rooms. I don't want to tell you, we've but talked, we're in a different chat we've room We've talked now. about my internet boy from monkey poo anyway let's get to the chase here oh, cut to the true. chase right we're talking discord. about discord which if you're a gamer you probably know because people go into these chat rooms to talk about games you can do voice chat about gaming um but we're in there we kind of like crept in yeah we're because we like to be creepers as you know we're voyeurs and we just sort of crawled in there you can't see me but i'm crawling right now people are gonna start looking at me because <laughs> i'm in public but we crawled into this discord thing because we are not gamers no. as you probably know from our episode about no man's sky go check it out i don't remember what episode number it is because i'm fantastic but discord <laughs> Discord is an app for chatting. You can create little groups. So there is now a 2G1P group and you can chat with other fans of the podcast. And we pop in and we talk to you about our lives and backstory to interviews. Get out your pencils. Here it goes. Mm-hmm. Maybe your dry erase pens <laughs> and your boards. Um, maybe the little like the transparency, like clear sheet and those markers. Maybe you, you, wanna, you might want to like tattoo it on something. On your body. Yeah, maybe Morse code. Like, however you choose to communicate. Get that out right now. Here we go. It's discord.gg slash 2G1P. That's a backslash, by the way, not a front slash. It's a backslash. So I'm going to say it one more time. Jim, that wasn't weird at all. I thought it was going to be way more complicated than what you did that. <laughs> no. But it's just GG slash 2G1P. I know, guys. It's actually not that hard. So you should join us in this chat room and chat with us because that's what happens in a chat room. It's like it's like Slack for funsies. It is like Slacksies. But you should join us in the Discord app at giga slash 2G1P. No, that's right. Discord.gg slash 2G1P. We'll see you there guys and now a real advertisement entitled beautiful italian paperweight from the very depths of humanity's digital soul craigslist.org don't need a 16k paperweight of course you don't how about an italian money toilet some of you may recognize this as a 2004 maserati coupe don't let that gorgeous italian body fool you though this car is satan's chariot to hell or bankruptcy. I do not exaggerate when I say that this car has been in the shop half the time I have owned it. In the last six months, I have put $11,000 into it and parts and labor and the thing still isn't right. I'm not rich. I'm just an average dude that always wanted a Maserati. Since I was a kid, I lusted after those Italian carves and exhaust note. Now my own kids come to me and ask me why there's no food to eat and the electricity has been turned off and I have to tell them it's because daddy's car is sick again. Come take a look at it. It's beautiful. It will let you down. So why am I asking 16 grand for it? Good question. I'm taking a huge loss at that price and that's the lowest price I can let it go for and still be able to pay my mortgage. (laughs) If that's too much, don't buy it. I don't blame you. That poor fella. Yeah. Yeah, what's he going to do? I feel bad for him because we've all made like a impulse purchase yeah. or that one thing you've just been dying for and then fucked him up the ass. Yeah. Like when I spilled red wine on a dress the other night. Ugh. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. Your children couldn't eat. I know, yeah. <laughs> so, but you know what? Maybe next time he will make some wiser investments, do his research properly, and don't buy things 
don't go for things just based on appearances. Everyone. I know. But he wanted it since he go was a kid. Go for function and utility. Is there anything you've ever wanted since you were a kid? And sex. Yeah, that's you. That I think you, that's what he went after, actually. With the Maserati. But he has kids. I don't know. Any, anywho, I still don't get, though, how that man's paying us for ads. But we'll let Matt figure that say. out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think selling. you have to give a little to get a little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. He's selling for 16000 yeah. But then he bought, he paid like 14 for the ad. So that's only a 2K profit margin. Yeah. If he sells for that price. Yeah. Why? He paid 14K. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. Interesting. I took every advantage. time, guys. You know what? The joke is never funny. And then Matt does it every time. Every time. I don't know who's joking. Every time he's like, this is how much yeah, they it's not a joke. For. It's not a joke. Because every time we joke. Like, what it's are not you a joke. doing? It's, it's finance. Matt, I'm just keeping you to a high standard. You know, when I make bad jokes, I tell you, don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> you know, I just want to call And out. I can't encourage this behavior. Matt's- because I know you're better than that. That's why. This is out of love. You know, like when your brothers bully you because so you'll be stronger later just me uh, yeah just you um, <laughs> although my brother tickled me but that was a different episode that we talked about that and that's also not bullying i know although i had nightmares but every time we see matt he has a new suit on he's yeah. gotten a new set of teeth yeah um <laughs> i don't know like there's bullshit. some there's some jewelry happening <laughs> he has a puppy like different puppy every have time have you seen this ring Every I've time. Seen, yeah. Have you seen the new one? I want to get one. new teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Does it teleport you? Yeah. yeah. Matt? Teleportation. Matt is just burning just our burning sponsor it. money. No, this is, this is my this private is trust fund. It's, oh, cool. it's separate. It's separate. Okay. It's separate, guys. Oh, I, would, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't cool. do, I wouldn't do you wrong. It's the family Thank you. oil money. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Well, speaking it's the family of- Maserati money. He's the one who sells them. Speaking of money. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what, let's, what? Answer, let's answer that. <laughs> tri- My ears perked up. Let's answer that trivia question. <laughs> okay. Tom, Tom from MySpace. What the fuck did he do to humiliate himself on the internet? There are just too many options. I couldn't choose one. We don't know that it's the internet. I, I said porn. It didn't say internet. It didn't say humiliation. Technology, and it was an infamous mis- notoriety. That yes. was the word you used. He yeah. gained notoriety at fourteen. He was fourteen. He was in high school, which is young for high school. That is. Uh, that's you know, oh, like right when you school, get there. Right when you get there, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he got in a little hot water and why and uh ali said porn chat rooms early internet stuff weirdness. i just rambled and said a few words got it i said prank phone calls prank to phone somewhere calls. important or yep. i thought he hacked something but i don't think he was at 14 and 85 you wouldn't do that got probably. it yeah. all right the correct answer is your first instinct which was a hack Good job, Jamila. Thank you. But Good what did he job. hack? You know, I'm counting on you for the both of us to, to make, make back our money <laughs> and to make good trivia guesses because I don't pick up the slack here. I'm dead weight. Okay. I'm dead weight. <laughs> and I appreciate you. Sure. Tom Anderson, the founder, future co-founder of MySpace. He has a last when he name. was forced when he was 14. He was in high school in California. It was 1985. He hacked into Chase Manhattan Bank's computer system and showed his friends how to do it, too. Whoa. And then prompted one of the biggest FBI raids in California history (gasps) at the time. Yeah. And uh, he was not arrested because he was a minor, but they basically took all his computer equipment and said, uh, don't do this again, kid. Wow. Wow. How was he related to MySpace? He didn't start it. How did he become the face of it? He was the co-founder. He was the co-founder. And also, where in California? Uh... Escon- Escondido? Escondido. Mm. Does that ring a bell for anyone? Mm-hmm. Escondido. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I don't speak Spanish particularly well, but does that mean hidden? Oh. I don't know, guys. Let us know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Bonus points if you can think of his uh, hacker name. Ooh. Tom's hacker name. Pony Girl three four seven. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm just gonna go with that. I think that, that story is really cool for a lot of reasons. Like, I actually, in a, in a way, almost feel bad for him and his yeah. parents because, like, if my kid hacked into a bank, I could totally see how he said he was like. You said he was like fourteen. 14 at the time. I could totally see how a fourteen year old is just like so jazzed that he could do. Like, you didn't say he robbed the no, bank. No, right? just he like he, he's he just, just showing he could do it. I right. assume we don't know. His and intentions. I think that seems really uh i can't blame a 14 year old like I'd i don't know that seems that seems right it i'd be high five in my kids exactly yeah. Yeah. it mm-hmm. seems like a normal kind of instinct but then came with serious repercussions yeah you'd be high five in your kid yeah. like especially in 85 extent, hacker culture was not a norm it was right. probably very early yeah, yeah. it's pre-web you so. know what i'd say about that what he's a pioneer <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah like as a parent you'd be like wow that's really impressive and i'm proud of you but also next time we need to not have the fbi involved <laughs> so like i that's i just think that's a really interesting story i wonder what he's doing now 
You think he's traveling the world posting awesome pictures on Instagram? That's the last I've seen of him. You follow that? Really? Uh, I'm I just, I'm a, it's like people have done stories about him. Like, where, where is Tom? And he's <laughs> yeah. just like in, Everyone's ba- in Thailand. So yeah. after MySpace, he didn't like start a new thing or whatever? No, I don't think. I could be wrong. Too, I don't know. Too bitter? Just took the money and said, living my best life. You know what? I think. Good. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All um, right, guys. So I think it's time. we got someone on the line, right? Yeah. To move into our interview. Where we're going to ask him anything oh, uh, uh, that was the turned. most obvious joke in the world so we are very excited right now to be speaking with brian who is a top moderator of ima uh he is a volunteer moderator we're gonna say he actually has a law firm lynch llp uh but today we're speaking to him as moderator on ima welcome brian thank you how you doing pretty good it's uh it's a nice day in san diego <laughs> it, i hear it's always a nice day in san diego yeah something like 300 some odd days a year of sunshine is hard to beat god damn it just for a heads up i have two parrots two birds yes. um, they might talk during the recording and there's nothing i can do about it sometimes they sound like people sometimes they sound like car alarms that's amazing i can't wait to meet them okay. <laughs> can we see them no. <laughs> Nightmare. No and I'm fuck wearing the you. over-ear headbuds. Usually yeah. if I have the earbuds in, I can put one on my shoulder or both of them and they hang out with me, but they would just try and rip my head That's to okay. pieces. That's ridiculous. Love okay. it. IMA, tell us a little bit about the history. What year was it established? I honestly don't even remember. It's been so long ago. Since the dawn uh, of time. No, actually, it's spun out of a different subreddit called Ask Reddit. Um, Ask Reddit's the largest, most active subreddit, and I'm also a moderator there. People started asking these questions. That, well, they weren't really asking questions. They were saying, I may blank ask me anything. So it was kind of the reverse format of what Ask Reddit is. Mm-hmm. So it got spun out into its own, own entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from there, it started out small, and it was just kind of a place where you could ask people embarrassing questions that you'd be too afraid to ask in person. Like, if you're a big, fat person, be like, I'm a big, fat person. Ask me anything about my life. And they'd be like, how do you wipe your butt? Uh, so just, like, gross stuff like that. Um, so things like that. And then it kind of escalated to, like, people's professions. Like, I'm a firefighter or I'm an engineer. Uh, and then it got just more and more interesting. And then it kind of sprouted legs and became this juggernaut. Before we knew it, we had uh, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million subscribers. And I think at the 3 million subscriber mark or somewhere in there was when Barack Obama decided to drop in and join us. And that's when things really got crazy. We want to get to that yeah. for sure. Cannot um, wait to hear about it, but, but very not curious, yet. Did we just say, how long have you been a moderator on IMA? I joined when I was in law school. Uh, that was, uh, I think, my first year of law school. So 2009-ish, I guess. Wow, I've been there a long time. But I'm curious uh, how you got, how you came to Reddit initially, too, because I think people have different, you were in law school, so what drew you to be a moderator in the first place? Oh, I'm actually like a day one user of Reddit. So Reddit launched when I was at Georgia Tech as an undergrad, and I I started using it, and it was nothing but links to um, computer science articles, and I was in computer science at the time, uh, and I was terrible at it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, little did I know, I'm pretty sure that was actually Steve Huffman, Reddit CEO, just pumping it full of content. Uh, so I started using it then, and I was like, this is actually kind of an interesting format. And Dig was kind of its own thing at the time. And Dig was kind of, uh, I mean, it was cool, but it was kind of annoying in sort of a way to me that I wasn't too fond of. Because it kind of has this, like, lowest, it had kind of a lowest common denominator quality to, to the content of it. But Reddit was kind of this, like, niche community that you had to find. And so it kind of only... Uh, it sounds pretentious, but you had to really seek it out. So if you were like a smart person looking for computer science articles, that's where you'd go. Uh, and the discussion wasn't just limited to like Steve Huffman's like computer science projects. So from there, it was really interesting me- to me to join. Uh, initially, they came out with user accounts and like comments on articles. Uh, and I think like the first comment was comments will ruin Reddit, <laughs> which was hilariously contrarian to me. Uh, but no, after that, uh, I, I was interested in moderating some of the larger communities uh, after I started moderating the law school forum. We've had some other uh, mods on the show, and but I'm interested to hear, what, what do you do as a moderator so our listeners get a better idea of what that means? IMA is very different from other subreddits. Uh, a lot of the subreddits, like the, the standard day-to-day stuff is that you're kind of a content janitor. Uh, and a long time ago, you do nothing but clean up spam which was excessively boring. The IMA subreddit has a lot of stuff that's handled not on Reddit. So the IMA moderators are still looking at 
like a content from a content angle, they're saying like there's a certain comment rules and there's some boring stuff that we do. But a lot of what we do is help people get set up and ready. So when PR teams roll in, because IMA is kind of this juggernaut now where people want to stop by, uh, when con- when somebody rolls through with their PR team or whatever, uh, what we do is we're spending as little time as possible helping them get from point A to point B. Uh, and the reason why we're trying to spend as little time as possible is because we want to be efficient. So people people fill out a form. They want to they want to show up on IMA. They fill out a form. Uh, they can be featured on our calendar, which is a really big deal, even though I don't know why it's a big deal. Uh, it doesn't really help generate traffic. <laughs> Uh, but everybody wants to be there, so they'll fill out a form, and uh, we have a bunch of we have a bunch of bots that basically start start a mechanized process after that. Um, but on the receiving end, they get this extra material that they can go over and they can read through, which they will promptly throw in the trash or disregard, and then start asking us questions about you know the minutia. So then we start like kind of holding hands and saying this is how it's going to go. So I mean, we've obviously had some like wild rides over the years. I mean, like Woody Harrelson is obviously like a situation that like nobody relished. Uh, he, he uh, classically tried to redirect everything back to his film mm. instead of discussion about himself. Uh, and users are really just kind of looking for like an authentic sort of conversation. And I hate using the word authentic because it sounds kind of buzzworthy right now. But it, they really, it's people, people that are sitting like on their couch or at their lunch break or they're going out. And it's like, I'm going to make time to ask my favorite person a question. So they're not asking these like hard hitting like interview questions or even like classic like Hollywood movie stop type questions on that media circuit that they all do. It's really just a matter of getting like PR teams and then the talent to recognize like you're talking to some dude that's like sitting on his couch having a beer. You're not talking to somebody that's sitting in front of you that's like waited for six hours while everybody else asks you a bunch of the same questions over and over again. Some talent like really, really gets it. Some people don't. Uh, I think Seth MacFarlane was actually like our most recent guest that like really got it. And he's the only person I think that we've ever allowed to have two AMAs going simultaneously because he didn't understand the format the first time. He got set up with his PR team and he stepped in and he's like, I'm here to talk about my new show, The Orville. Uh, and then obviously people kind of roasted him for just being kind of a shill for a show. And he's like, you know what? <laughs> I get it. I understand how this works. Uh, he rebooted his AMA. He started a new one and he just spent i think the next like hour and a half just kind of shooting the shit with people uh the other person that really gets it that i thoroughly enjoy every time they show up is bill gates oh, uh that yeah. guy's like a huge reddit fan he shows up he participates in the community uh he does secret santa sometimes which is pretty wild i couldn't even imagine getting a care package from him uh yeah. but he always shows up he always a- answers the difficult questions uh he's not just there to plug like the bill and melinda gates foundation but obviously he gets a lot of questions about it and he's just a genuinely nice person that just kind of understands how to communicate like that. That's great because that's what I want to believe about him. Um, <laughs> but I was going to ask: you've obviously had a, you've had a ton of of major celebrities, which is incredible. What were some of the early ones that really made your traffic spike? So you noted earlier in this interview that you hit around three million. Suddenly, Obama was dropping by. But like, what are some of the early ones where it really started to gain traction? Uh, Obama was really just kind of a watershed moment. And I mean, even though it completely broke the entire website, uh, that was what kind of was the difference maker between like, oh, we're this like quirky web phenomenon to being this like established, like juggernaut online. So I can't really remember any specific instances before that, that were that enormous. A lot of the organic traffic was the important part back in the day. And that's just kind of people showing up to, to talk to each other. So just like you or me or Matt, uh, Matt, who's awesome and staying totally quiet. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how we like him. Or anybody just else. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just uh, just this totally interesting way of conversing with each other and being able to ask those difficult questions um, and being able to learn a new perspective. So those that that organic traffic flow was what really got things going. Uh, in the early days. I wouldn't even necessarily attribute it to celebrities. I think that's actually kind of a problem because a lot of people will actually approach me and ask that exact question. They're like, why why is IMA the way that it is? And why is it so big? And why do all these competitors keep cropping up and then flopping? And I think what's happening is people kind of put this like cart before the horse where they're like, oh, if we get these like major celebrities, then people will just show up and they'll stay there. And that's kind of not the way that people work. Uh, like I usually use this analogy um, Keith Lee uses it uh, as well. I think you guys did one with Lawyer Smack, which was a pretty cool episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, 
online communities are like a cocktail party. Like you want to have a really cool party that people show up to and you want to have a party that people want to say like, I want to invite my other friends to be here because it's just that much fun. So in the early days of IMA in particular, it was just that raucous party that everybody wanted to go to. And it had nothing to do with if you were a celebrity or if you were like a popper. Uh, it was just everybody from all walks of life was like, that's where I want to be. I wanted to hear about the watershed moment of Obama coming on and talking. Like, how much planning went into that? Did he really just drop in? What happened? <laughs> uh, to my recollection, there was zero planning whatsoever. He, uh, I think he might have sent an email to uh, Reddit Incorporated, like a Reddit corporate account. And they were like, <laughs> like okay, this is happening. <laughs> and uh, he showed up and the website promptly broke, which was pretty much what everybody expected. Reddit's... Uh, so he literally Reddit, just showed up. He just point. signed in and was like, hey, I'm Obama. Ask me anything. Yeah, I mean, that was that was kind of... Yeah, that was kind of what happened. So there wasn't like the PR team hand-holding anything. <laughs> no, I think that... I, I'm pretty sure that his staff was like, oh, we're avid Reddit users. This IMA thing is pretty cool. We have a lot of traction on social media. You should check it out. And I'm Obama being Obama, he's a pretty cool person. He's like, yeah, sure. Uh, I've actually met him before. I met him uh, during his 2008 campaign, uh, before he was the uh, nomination. He had just started beating Hillary in the primaries, and uh, I, I knew one of his, uh, one of my friends was working on his campaign and invited me out to his uh, airplane. Uh, <laughs> and he had a big thing of cashews. I remember this because there's like Secret Service area, and he had this huge thing of like Costco sized cashews. And it said, Barack Obama's cashews do not touch. And he signed it. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. So he's just, I don't know. I've met him and talked to him before. And he's just kind of a laid back person. And like his whole staff is kind of like, you know, even when things are going wrong, like he's just completely mellow about it. It's like, you know, what, we'll just deal with it. Uh, and he was very, always very receptive to like pitches and ideas. So I can only really speculate for what his staff did. But I'm pretty sure it was kind of like, hey, we're all avid Reddit users. This thing is pretty interesting. You should check it out. And he's like, you know what? Sure. Why not? So that's kind of what I think happened, uh, but I can't really, <laughs> can't really say it affirmatively. Yeah, I mean, because it was really, I mean, it was almost like a turning point for the internet that AMA. I think, mm -hmm. I mean, just in terms of like you know the president speaking directly to the people through that forum, the fact that the internet allows that to even happen. Yeah, that's crazy. He seems awesome. Yeah. Do you think it was yeah, no. really him typing, or was it? Do you think someone? Do you think his like PR person was typing? I'm pretty sure it was him typing. I don't think. I hope so. <laughs> we have we stop people that do that. We don't we don't care who you are. If uh, we figure out that somebody else is trying to answer for you, like we'll just pull the plug on your AMA. <laughs> so but how can you? We've tell? only had to do that a handful of times. Uh, users can tell really easy. Uh, usually, somebody's got an established pattern of just the way you and I have established patterns of speech. People have established patterns of typing. Uh, and users are just the most hardcore internet detectives you've ever seen. It's a risk you would never want to take. Uh, you never want to have your PR team get caught like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and PR teams are usually notorious for being really crappy writers for establishing somebody's voice. Which is funny because that's actually their job. Yeah, especially facing like, you know, a few hundred thousand writers. Like, it's not a good idea. I mean, it defeats the entire purpose of coming and doing an AMA anyway, which is to kind of put yourself on display and talk to people. Okay, so we think it was really Obama. Yeah, sure. <laughs> there were photos of him sitting at a computer, which uh -huh. compounds the like, if he really, if he wasn't typing and they took photos of him pretending to type, that would be even worse from a PR <laughs> point of view. So I, I do agree. I think it was Yeah. Right. So he, he broke the site, essentially. There were so many people. So what was happening behind the scenes when all this was going on? I mean, the site went down and then you just sit there and you can't do anything. <laughs> That's more of a question for Reddit Inc. Uh, you would want to talk to the engineer that was on duty that day. That's quite the day at work. That guy probably still probably has nightmares about it. <laughs> yeah. The president's here and I can't make the website run. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you guys imagine Trump doing an AI? AMA. Just be him banging on a keyboard. He, he did do an AMA. Not with us, but he did one. Wait, not with you guys? With uh, another he, one? No, he did it in r slash um, the Donald. I don't know if you're familiar with oh, it. Oh, yes. It's not much of an AMA. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, he, he was very short with his answers, and uh, the moderators over there are very hardcore about making sure that it's only cheerleaders uh, for Donald Trump. So it's, uh, it's more of a this guy's our candidate kind of thing. I don't know. 
It it was interesting, but I wouldn't really call it much of an anime. Gotcha. But maybe I'm biased because I run a different subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you do. Uh, so what are some of your other favorite AMA stories? My absolute favorite one of all time is, uh, it's actually a survival story. It was really cool. Uh, this woman was mauled by a bear. Uh, she was out by herself um, on her farm. And uh, she had her two gigantic dogs with her. And she kind of went down like some sort of like a hill or something like that, and a black bear attacked her and like ripped her face off. Uh, and her dog saved her life. Uh, they chased this bear away, and she ran back to her car and she jumped in her car and she said that uh, she was. <laughs> Somebody asked, they were like, you know, what were you thinking as you were like driving away from this with like your face hanging off? And she's like, I looked in the mirror and I just started laughing <laughs> because the alternative was worse. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's something Whoa. else. Wow. But I. Uh, yeah, she made it all the way back to like a rural fire station. I guess she was still making jokes, still cracked jokes about it. She's like, honey, I'm home. And they all came running out and they're like, you obviously need to get a helicopter to a hospital <laughs> and took care of her. And then some other person went out and retrieved her dogs and they were fine. But her dog saved her life. They uh, ran up there. And I, I I love animals. I have two parrots. I have two dogs. So it's like heart melting for me. Yeah, dogs are amazing. Cats would assist in the eating of your face, but a dog <laughs> will save your Allie fucking really life. really hates cats, yeah. But but fact, they will no, eat your face, yeah. whereas the dog will freak out and save you. The other really exciting one for me to set up as moderator was um, probably WikiLeaks for Julian Assange. That was interesting. Uh, I remember everybody thought he was dead. Well, they a bunch of conspiracists thought he was dead. Those guys. Yeah, I was at the Rose Bowl and I got a call on my phone and it was Julian Assange. And it's like the Jets are doing like a flyover. It's like the most American thing you've ever seen in your life. And I was like... Oh, <laughs> so I took that call and I helped him get set up. <laughs> Wait, he called your cell phone? How did that happen? We've been, yeah, you'd be amazed at the contacts we have. Uh, we've been talking to, so we've been, we've talked to WikiLeaks like quite a bit. Um, Sarah Harrison was like the interim uh, editor uh, while he was like on lockdown. Uh, and Sarah Harrison is like one of those, like in my view, she's, she's one of the more inspiring people that I've ever met very pro-transparency in government. She's like one of those true believers. Uh, I believe that she's the person that smuggled Snowden out of the United States. And so we had this kind of dialogue going on with her where we're kind of asking about like what's going on. Uh, you know what, maybe I should just hook you up with Julian. So she looped us in with, uh, with his representative and we started talking, to, well, I started talking to him. Uh, and from there they had like a bunch of requests about doing video AMAs and things like that. Uh, so, which was, proved to be difficult, but we were able to pull it off. It was like right after the election, like right after the 2016 election, I think. Uh, and he'd been on lockdown in that embassy, so he wasn't allowed out anywhere. Uh, and talking to him is really hard anyway, because I mean, usually you have to talk to his representative instead of him because he doesn't have a cell phone or anything like that, or at least not one that works particularly well. What was his reception in the AMA? So the people that follow WikiLeaks, they have a very special way of building tinfoil hats. Uh, they're very elaborate. Uh, they're very conspiracy-minded. Um, WikiLeaks set up a bunch of ways to kind of like confirm, like that Julian Assange is actually like doing an AMA or whatever. Uh, and he didn't use that. And it's like a I can't remember what it was. It was some sort of like number that they were supposed to use or a code. Uh, and he didn't end up using it. He ended up using video instead. And uh, basically, he spent the entire AMA proving that. One, it was him and not like a computer generated version of him. And that two, video was superior to the other way of identifying himself. And then uh, three, that like nobody was holding a gun to the back of his head, making him do an AMA. <laughs> All right, that's, that's yep. kind of how I thought that'd go. What are some other favorites? That was like not really my favorite AMA, to be honest, because he spent so much time trying to prove it. Or worst, worst or weirdest or any of the superlatives. The worst to deal with as a moderator, we had a celebrity show up. Um, it was fairly high profile. Uh, and they had a not so great AMA. They're just not like not fabulous. Uh, they kind of didn't get the format. Uh, they also had kind of like a checkered history. So like users obviously picked up on that and they were like, you have to talk about these difficult questions and clear these things up for us. And this person was unwilling to do so. His PR team, like not really anticipating difficult questions and telling him how to get work through it. After that, <laughs> we got legal threats. We got calls nonstop from a crisis manager. Uh, I couldn't believe that anybody would actually have so many crises that they would actually have to hire a crisis manager. 
It's like, how much wow. of a train wreck are you, like, day to day? Large one. Yeah, it was basically a week of, like, frivolous legal threats. And then, like, half of us are lawyers anyway. So we're like, oh, that's cute, but <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> uh, and then... Like, guess what, bitch? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, you can't say who it is? No, I can't say who you it is. You don't want to say who it is? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I have a simple logistical question. So you're uh, you're doing an AMA. There's like 4,000 questions coming at you, right? Like, what does it look like from the other end? He's, you're just, you just got to choose the one you want to answer and that's that? Yeah. So what you want to do is you kind of want to log in 30 minutes early, post your AMA, uh, let questions populate, and then you want to refresh the page and see which ones are like rising to the top. Oh, right. Because it's Reddit. You're upvoting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want to just wait and see what's gonna see what the cream of the crop is gonna be, and then go for those questions. And then if you see a hard question, um, because it's, I mean, the origins of IMA are people asking embarrassing questions that they'd be too afraid to ask, like to your face. Uh, if you see a difficult question that's like kind of getting traction, like you probably want to address it at least in some capacity, even if it's kind of a lame answer. Like it's better than a, better than no answer, because no answer means that somebody's gonna answer for you, and that's not. That's not a good look for anybody to have like internet strangers answer the question on your behalf. Total non sequitur. I'm still really upset about the bear and the woman's face. I would be very <laughs> upset if my face were ripped off. I mean, the the bear one is so interesting because, you know, it's like it's not a celebrity. It's just like a fascinating human story. Do you have any other final ones to share? Yeah. Uh, Glove and Boots is one of my favorite AMAs of all time. Uh, Glove and Boots is a puppet show. Um <laughs> And usually we're pretty hardcore about like, you have to do the AMA yourself. So like when, when Big Bird showed up, but we had to kind of tell them like, you know, if you want to do an AMA as Big Bird, that's fine. But you also have to be willing to answer questions as the puppeteer because people want to know like how Big Bird works. Like what's it like being you? They're not just interested in like, like a creative product from Sesame Street. Uh, so Glove and Boots is a like kind of like a raunchy puppet show. Uh, <laughs> and they, they're, they would, they had some internet fame like a few years ago, but they did like a pretty elaborate AMA with their puppets doing the answers and they did all these voice impersonations. And uh, I was really impressed that they were able to do that on the fly so quickly. And they were just like on it. People were just throwing shit out at them. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty hilarious. Uh, definitely recommend checking that one out because that one's really fun. I have one more question. Uh, do you have Barack Obama's personal cell phone number? No, <laughs> can I definitely have not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> has Michelle done know. one? Oh yeah, where's no, let's have Michelle do one. She hasn't. You guys should do a. You guys should put out a request. We we honor okay. Those. Definitely, we'll do, let's do that. Do a campaign. She's gonna be a guest on our podcast soon. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yep, can feel definitely. It. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. I can't wait. So thank you so much for speaking with us. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for giving me your time and. Uh, Thanks for dealing with my parents. <laughs> they seem delightful. They seem pretty awesome. All right. See you later, Brian. Bye. Talk to you guys later. Bye. And now the product description of canned unicorn meat, a real thing you can buy from the website thinkgeek.com. No fooling. Unicorn meat is real. It's real. Excellent source of sparkles. Rick bite unicorns, as we all know, frolic all over the world, pooping rainbows rainbows and marshmallows wherever they go. What you don't know is that when unicorns reach the end of their lifespan, they are drawn to Counting Meath, Ireland. The sisters at Radiant Farms have dedicated their lives to nursing these elegant creatures through their final days. Taking a cue from the Kobe beef industry, they massage each unicorn's coat with Guinness daily and fatten them on a diet comprised entirely of candy corn. As the unicorn ages, its meat becomes fatty and marbled, and the living bone in the horn loses density in a process much like osteoporosis. The horn's outer layer of keratin begins to develop a flavor very similar to candied almonds. Blending the crushed unicorn horn into the meat adds delightful crispy flavor notes in each bite. We are confident you will find a world of bewilderment in every mouthful of scrumptious unicorn meat. Tasty magical beast diagram parts, unfortunately, due to restrictions on the importation of mythical processed meat stuff, we are unable to bring you canned unicorn meat in the way the sisters of Radiant Farms intended. 
When you open your can, you will find one, one tiny little unicorn, which has been appropriately sliced into its main cuts of meat. Simply use your growth, growth ray, ray to embiggen the unicorn before skimming and processing its flesh. Or, if you're lazy, just bring it to your local mad scientist butcher. He'll know what to do. Well, I can't wait till we get famous and then we do an we AMA. We do an AMA, but we'd have to do a we are a. You're right. Does it exist? You're right. Well, glove and boots, that's what they're called? Yeah. Glove and boots, that's plural. Yeah, I mean, we could do it as a... As I guess a, it's yeah. just like a thing, an IMA. Yeah. yeah. Or we could just do it separately, but also <laughs> both do it. Simultaneously, separate threads. Let's that's start true. a We Are A for duos. <laughs> I don't think the audience will be as large. Man, my face still hurts from that face story. Oh. I, I need to Google this. I hope she got her face back. I love that she was laughing because I don't know that I would. Yeah, I mean good point like what's the alternative although after that the time i got attacked by wild monkeys in nicaragua you, once i was monkey free i i laughed i laughed but you probably have so my much face was on my face was on yeah but you what did those monkeys do to you <laughs> i just had scratches scratches I scratches so I it love was a lot you are just living your life podcasting away and you're like yeah at like that time i got attacked by wild monkeys in nicaragua that's a thing that happened uh, that time i was with a, a judge in egypt yeah that who happened said 9 was that an inside job <laughs> Who the fuck are you? She's like 12 I'm lives. living life. I'm living life. You know what I'm saying? This is actually why this podcast makes so much sense to me. I'm going after adventures. But it turns out, um, don't feed wild animals. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. What were you feeding them? Well, here's the thing. I was in Nicaragua with my ex-boyfriend. As you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went. We, there, there's actually this amazing area off the coast of Nicaragua. It's a collection of like 300 tiny islands, and you can rent a kayak and just weave all through these islands, and it's amazing. And then there's Isla de los Monos, monkeys, monkey island, and so all these like tiny little tour boats come by, and the tour guides will feed. Well, they'll pass the monkey a little bit of banana or plantain or whatever, and then they'll they'll speed away. Crucial difference here. Speed away. Exactly. <laughs> you were in like a robo. Exa- we were in a kayak. <laughs> exactly. So we kept seeing them feed the monkeys. And then what, when you get lunch, you literally kayak over to an island. And then like a couple islands have like someone like frying fish. And you can like buy the fish. I mean, it's amazing. And so we got some fish and plantains. And then I forget whose idea was it was. But it was pretty mutual where one of us was like, <laughs> don't eat that last plantain because we're going to feed the monkeys. <laughs> So we kayak back over and I put my arm out, my hand out, and the monkey comes and he takes the piece of plantain off my hand and it's amazing and I'm giggling and we're like, oh my God, he did it. Then he leaps down into the kayak and grabs my entire bag. <laughs> your, your backpack? Uh, well, yeah, I had this like like tote bag, but it had like my passport oh, in shit. it. Oh. And Wait, did it have my passport? Was I that dumb? No, it didn't have my passport. <laughs> it had tour book, keys, wallet. Okay. Um, But you know... <laughs> Oh, wait, no, no, no. First, they took my shoe. My shoes were off. They took my shoe. The monkey is in the in the tree. Ha, 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 ha. Monkeys are assholes, guys. <laughs> assholes. He's like, <laughs> he's dancing all around in the tree with my shoe. And I'm like, fuck, we got to get my shoe back. I told the story wrong because at this point, I didn't know you'd take my bag next, right? Like, if I knew he was going to take the bag, I'd have been like, oh, fuck the shoe. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's get out of so, here. <laughs> like, so he takes my sandal. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, I got to walk back. Like, what am I going to do? Like, we got to get my sandal. So we like kayak and i also don't know we're gonna get attacked at this point so we kayak further in man i wish i remember the details and then they then they grabbed the bag and now we're like fuck and so then what we did is that so how the, many monkeys are we talking a lot of about? monkeys a lot of monkeys <laughs> the trees um it's an island and the trees like they bloom they blossom out so there's like leaf Sounds branches beautiful. it's beautiful branches going over the water. Into the water yeah so we kayak under essentially the canopy right to, like Get, he oh they dropped the bag and shoe in the water so mm. we kayak in to get it and once we're under the canopy it was a trap <laughs> they lured Whoa. us in jumped on our heads <gasps> and I remember turning around and my ex-boyfriend is covered in monkeys like oh I can't see his face how and many I'm like, mon- like five monkeys oh my, yeah he's got like five monkeys on him like oh my god oh my god and what are they doing to him they're like trying to take his so clothes I, or- so I I'm ca- I'm trying to kayak but there's like a monkey on me and I'm like <laughs> And I'm screaming, Jeff, we got to get out of here. And later he's telling me like, no shit, we got to get out of here. So I'm like, I remember the front of the kayak busted through the trees and there were no longer monkeys on me. And what I realized later, what we both realized later is that they were holding onto the trees by their tails and attacking with their arms and legs. Whoa. So once I was beyond the trees, they couldn't reach. They weren't, they didn't actually jump 
onto our kayak. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm beyond the trees, like paddling. And then he actually had the good sense because in a disaster, I'm useless. I just like black out, right? He had the good sense to jump off the kayak because uh. he realized that they weren't actually on our kayak. They were on the trees, so they couldn't reach us from the trees. So he jumps off and the water's not that deep and he pushes the kayak. You got a to scar, safety. didn't you? And then I I wanted a scar. Oh, you wanted a scar. Anyway, okay. we immediately started cracking up because we were like, like once we knew we were safe, we were like, holy shit, did we just get attacked by wild monkeys? And you met him. We were both kind of ridiculous humans. So yeah. we were like, of course this happened <laughs> to us. It was like our first trip together. Was like, How did he get back him. on the kayak? But so he said it's really weird fighting monkeys because oh. he was trying to... <laughs> He just he climbed Never back. On, he climbed back on the kayak. <laughs> okay, we I would like to. But okay. he said it was really weird battling monkeys because when you're grabbing them to pull them off of you, you know, they're like tiny people. He's like you're grabbing them by the neck. And you're like, oh, it's like a tiny person. Ew. You know what I mean? Which makes sense. But so I just had a couple scratches. I mean, it's funny now, but the thing that actually was really terrible is that I had scratches right Ooh. by my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I had both my eyes and was safe, I think the scratches looked fucking badass. So I really wanted them. The ones by my eyes I had these two like fucking like stripes by my eyes it looked so cool and I was like I kind of want these to stay and so I tried to like tan them <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> my mom was like you need to go get well so here's what's funny his mom was like you need to get rabies shots immediately my mom was like you need to go get some cream so that your face doesn't scar I'm like wait what and you're like I'm gonna tattoo these lines on <laughs> oh so cool. and he had like bites and he was cu- I mean he was bleeding oh, everywhere but we both thought it was hilarious and then we would be on the tour bus like putting iodine on each other it was adorable. We broke up years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I never saw him again. Lives I on. Since, but the monkey story. That's a really good story. I remember when that happened. Story. Yeah, you were around. You were I was around. around. Yeah. And our relationship has lasted. I was born then. I <laughs> am a professional actor who was attacked by monkeys. Ask me anything. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so he did get rabies shots. I didn't. We also had to go to you a Nicaraguan clinic, which was an interesting experience you got no treatment to he got rabies shots i didn't i had like a handful of scratches he had bites bites so he got so gross he said rabies shots are intense they like inject you with like a like a couple a a cup of fluid it's like like little teeth biting at his face Mm, i think the bites were like more on his body okay (laughs) it was so funny guys it was really funny but i think if my face had actually been falling off i would have Screamed and cried and freaked the fuck out and panicked. Yes. Um, but yeah. Good times. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> That's the story. Has anyone else been attacked by any animals? Anybody? Um, nope. Yep. You got any? I was chased by a dog once into a cornfield. <laughs> and it that was. That dog probably just wanted to be loved. No, it was. What's the really scary kind? Is it a do- Doberman? What's the kind you like? No, oh. they're going to attack you. They're I don't all, know. They're all scary. They're all scary. It was one of those big dogs. What? But he just barked at me till the sun set. And then I had to hitch a ride Whoa. with a car. Wait, so how long were you being barked at? I was there at? for like an hour and a half, two hours in a cornfield. Wow. Every time okay, I would just move. just barking at you? Yeah, but it was like growling too. That's he didn't actually attack, but it was were really scary. Kid? No, I was, it was right out of college. Wow. So I was huh. a little scared of running anywhere and like uh, dogs for a while, yeah. but not actually attacked. Just so threatened. who came to get you? Like who? Oh, I just, I saw this car and I ran for it and I flagged him down. It was an older couple and they took me to where I was staying. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, where were you? In upstate New York. Just like hanging out in some cornfields? I was hanging out <laughs> with my ex-boyfriend. These are all stories about ex-boyfriends. These are ex-boyfriend. all stories of our exes. <laughs> we talk a lot about dating and being single and I want you to know that at some point we both had boyfriends. <laughs> we just broke up with them. Boom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So Matt, were you ever attacked by an animal? No. He has no. children. He's attacked every day by animals. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. So there you go. There you go. It's like one time I had a mosquito bite. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, Pretty much. yeah. Pretty much. Anywho, AMA was great. Yeah. I mean, I again, just like Obama. fascinating way, you know, the things have changed so much. <laughs> you know, like yeah. in order to speak to the people, there were so many intermediaries and now it's just like. Mm-hmm. I love that he just dropped in, which I think I knew at the time, but I guess I forgot and assumed there was some sort of PR scheduling. But no, he just signed in. <laughs> it's just so like... interesting too that like actually speaking to humans like in a normal way takes practice. And for some people in your profession, it's not normal to just talk to people. Like that, sure. certain people couldn't get beyond like plugging things or being the branded version oh, of themselves. Oh well, I think right. like celebrities are just so used to like doing the media circuit for their movie. It's like, oh, you're going to do this interview, and you're going to this interview, and this interview, and you're. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, their job is to promote the movie at yeah. that juncture. Even like the guy who's Big Bird that he can't just like talk as Big Bird. He has to talk as himself as a puppeteer. It's like, it's very, it's very vulnerable, guys. 
Yeah. I think. Yeah. Cool. But that's why I love. <laughs> As we I love sit here and talk about ourselves. I yeah. love the failures. I love the, the he mentioned the Woody yeah. Harrelson AMA, yeah. which is legendary is in Reddit it? culture. Yeah. I believe it is the most downvoted AMA ever. Perhaps wow. one of the most downvoted posts in Reddit history. And it has become mythological in that when people avoid answering questions on Reddit in general, people make, then the commenters so, make jokes. So and Rampart, Ram, Rampart yeah. they'll, they'll mention that. And this was years ago. Yeah. You know? yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, he won. He won? He's become mythological. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's what he was going for. Mythological in, in his badness. Yeah, but still, you know, is that bad? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. like, he, he's become the, the no, Reddit definition I get of, it. like, of don't bad. do this. Yeah. But yeah. they also say, like, is there's no such thing as bad press, right? He's the, like, if you're going to be sure. bad, be the worst. That, and he fair is enough, now. Fair enough. Though I don't know. I wonder if that was truly his intention. Well, if you're just writing, check out my movie, check out my movie, and not even bothering to answer yeah. the question, then you're kind of being a dick. You're I don't know. Right. right. Uh, bonus trivia for you guys. Bonus. We never do trivia in the back end. No, we don't. Oh, Barack Obama is the most upvoted, the highest scoring yes. AMA in the history of AMA. Nice. Uh, as, as you would expect. Aside from a few other posts, which are uh, like requests for AMAs or other like informational things, do you know who is the second most upvoted AMA in, his, in the history of the subreddit? It's such an open book. Can you give us a hint? Uh, it's Gandalf. A, <laughs> Sorry. Can I give you? A, he's it's a it's a gentleman, and he is not a normal celebrity. Meaning, he's not a actor. He's not a public figure. He's not a politician. He is someone of a different ilk. Do we know him? When I say who it is, you'll know him. But it's, ah, a, okay, it's a weird okay. one. And you think, okay, here's Barack Obama, and I'll give you another clue. Bill Gates. Two of Bill Gates's AMAs are like third and fourth, or third okay. and fifth. So like Barack Obama. Bill Gates, and there is someone and then in this between guy. this guy. Who is that? Elon Musk. Yeah, it's a good No, guess. but you're saying not someone famous. Uh, no, no tech. Let me put it this way. He was not really famous before the AMA. Um, well, I don't know. It's a hard question. I mean, it's, a, it's an impossible question, but I, <laughs> I, found, it, I found it interesting. I don't know. Uh, who is it? Do you remember Ken Bone? Uh, you know what? I was going to say Ken Bone. Okay. I really was thinking but that. He was getting but, famous before the AMA. He was notable because he asked a question of either Trump or Clinton at one of the major right. debates. Right. And he wore this red sweater. And yeah. he was yes. kind of this just he got, goofy he became a meme, guy. Right? And he became so a funny. meme. Because I, I think we I was were sort of both thinking, thinking that. But yeah. then I didn't say it out loud. Because I was like, wait, no, I'm confusing this for the fact that his Reddit account is linked to like kitty porn. Well, right. I don't know that. I don't out? believe it was. I could be wrong. I don't think. It, no, it wasn't kitty porn. But it was he used his actual Reddit account to conduct the AMA. And in your Reddit account is the history of all your comments. And he was commenting on like normal porn. Like it wasn't anything illegal. Oh, normal porn. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. But people went back into his history and be like, dude, you used your real Reddit account that you use for, you use this account for porn. And now you're, now you're the most upvoted AMA in his, or one of the wow. most upvoted in history. So that became a story. Ken Bone. Oh, that's a lot cleaner and nicer than I thought the story was though, because I feel like we're also living in this age where everyone's like, be authentic, be yourself. Okay. So he watches porn. Right. And, and Reddit had I no problem with it. I thought it was like it. bad porn. No, no, no. Reddit had no problem. They were like, this guy's cool. I mean, they upvoted him to the top. Like, this yeah. guy is a, like a, a legit middle American guy who is like using his real porn account to like have a conversation. <laughs> Reddit loved it. It was the media who was like, this guy watches porn. <laughs> really? How dare That's ridiculous. he? Burn in hell. <laughs> so that was that. Go but Ken I, Bone. I yeah, I was surprised. Also, Ken of course, Bone your last beat, name's uh, Bone. Oh. Right. And, and the title of his AMA was Welcome to the Bone Zone. Love it. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, we got a lot to check out, actually. Oh, we got to catch do. up on this. Ken Bone. I can't keep up with the number of things on the internet. I know. That was a while ago, though. We're really behind. <laughs> we are really behind. That's, that's true. Um, that's true. All right, guys. Well, we do want to hear from you all the time. Um, tell us what your favorite AMAs have been, what you want to see on there. You know what? Ask us anything. Or ask us anything. Tweet us your questions. At Allie Gold. At June Bugger. Or frankly, we have at Allie and Jen. You can reach both of us. You could do that if you but want. But also if you hashtag it 2G1P, we're, we'll be looking for it. You could email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. Or you could call us and that number is... 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6548. Finally, you can make a donation to this podcast. Uh, we have Please this do. available for free for all of you to listen to. But a donation on our Patreon would be so much appreciated so we can eat food and keep making this podcast. Patreon.com slash 2G1P. That's right, y'all. All right, we'll see you next week.
Unless uh, there's something else, because Matt's making noises. If you're a Redditor and you want to do a AMA with Allie and Jen, make a request in the sub. If it gets enough Ooh. upvotes, maybe we'll see you there. There'll be like 20 people at that AMA. <laughs> yeah, you can ask us about performing internet material or what it was like to talk about um, Barack Obama's uh, AMA. <laughs> you know, it was pretty cool to talk about that. <laughs> Great. Well, we'll see you somewhere. It's been real. Bye. I gotta go take care of these kids. It's Jen and Matt. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. The Girls Room Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg and shaken furiously inside an empty coffee can. Uh, I mean, edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by thepodglomerate.com. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. If you enjoyed this show, consider supporting it on Patreon. Even $1 per month goes a long way in covering our production costs. And don't forget to check out our exclusive 2G1P Discord server, where you can chat live with Allie and Jen anytime. And by anytime, I mean the times when they remember their passwords and log in. Visit discord.gg slash 2G1P. That's discord.gg slash 2G1P. Come say hello. Great news! You can listen to new episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast one week early. What is this sorcery? Just download the free TuneIn app and fire up Two Two Girls, Girls, One Podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends. (laughs) Your friends are so lame for being one week behind. I know, right? Wait. What's the catch? There's no catch. Tune in lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else. Absolutely free. Whoa, dude. The next episode of the show is probably already there. Yo, this is some freaky time traveling shit. I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird. The Podglomerate. A sonic universe. This car is Satan's chariot to hell. I lost my accent. Sorry, I gotta go back. <laughs>